Hey, this is Paul Kemp, and welcome to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host. It's Paul Kemp. This is a different episode because the show itself, the App Guy podcast, has now uh, probably over half a million downloads plus. And uh, I've reached a, a pretty high figure in terms of the number of episodes. So it's about time that I appeal to some of the new listeners who are coming on and finding this show. And gone. Uh, I want to go through uh, the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes. If you're listening to this show and it's your first time, this is a look at the past episodes. Normally, I do a, a guest interview. But uh, this time around, I want to go through 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons that I have learned from the last 500 episodes. And I'm going to go through and the order is in the order when they first were aired. I mean, uh, this show does go back several years Uh, to find these Uh, past episodes, what you best do is go into your favorite podcasting app, search for the term Paul Kemp, that is my name, and it will bring up a lot of different podcasts. And you can then tap into the podcasts that say The App Guy Archive, and it's either Archive Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, or Part 4, and they they cover all the different past episodes. Uh, And sadly, if you go to the App Guy podcast, you will find that it drops out after about 100 back episodes. Uh, iTunes doesn't have a particularly good way of uh, going back into the big archives. So I've had to do them as separate podcasts. So that's going into your uh, favorite podcasting app and searching Paul Kemp, K-E-M-P, and going to the App Guy podcast archive part one, part two, part three, or part four. Uh, do subscribe. You can listen to, obviously, other episodes and uh, would be great if you could leave a review as well if you like some of these past episodes and also leave a review for this current episode that I'm recording. It took quite a bit of work and effort to go back into such a huge database of content and try to recall some of these wonderful tips. But I've managed to now get a list together of 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons that I've learned from these last 500 episodes. So I hope you enjoy. And the first uh, then episode I want to look back on is if you go to the App Guy Podcast Archive Part 1, the App Guy Podcast Archive Part 1, you'll find uh, episode 62. So it took me a while to warm up, but I did get to episode 62. And uh, this was a fascinating episode with Steve Olsha. And it made me realize I can actually introduce and um, find uh, very high profile uh, people and just talk to them naturally uh, and get some really great information from them. Now, Steve Olsher is a huge figure uh, because he is the author of, uh, at the time, and this is what he'd achieved, he was the author of What Is Your What? And he'd appeared um, on CNN, Fox Business, ABC, NBC, Forbes, The Huffington Post, and many more shows. In fact, uh, I think he has over 300 other media outlet appearances. Uh, He's a success coach uh, and a keynote speaker and a strategist. And he talks about uh, a lot of different things in regards to life lessons. Now, the discussion that we had uh, was really fascinating because it, it hit a chord with me. Uh, I, prior to the the podcast and prior to making a life change, uh, I was in finance and uh, doing a kind of cubicle, uh, well, it was an office uh, corporate job overlooking um, Buckingham Palace, actually. But uh, I I was totally obsessed with uh, the illusion of money. And Steve Olsher does talk about the illusion of money. He talks about finding what is your what, finding your what. Uh, What is it that makes you tick? And... Uh, you know, he does remind me that, well, actually, it's not, it wasn't my fault that I went down the wrong path. It's not many of our faults that we do this. It's no one teaches you how to live, is what he, I recall him saying. Uh, you know, they'll teach you how to get a job. They'll teach you about the uh, things that you need for that job. But no one teaches you how to live. And uh, he did 
uh, see at that time. I mean, this is now going back uh, a few years, but he did see a move from uh, the cubicle to the uh, working in, in the outdoors uh, because all you need is an internet connection and access to these tools that we use, especially with what we do. And uh, he also reminded us that uh, you, you don't have to, you don't have to be uh, young. You can be young or old to make these life changes as long as you find something that you enjoy plus something that you're good at plus that it pays well. Um, because he said that if you don't meet all three of those criteria, then it doesn't quite work. For example, if you do something you love, uh, but no one pays you for it, well, then you're going to go broke. Um, so you do have to have like a minimum uh, monthly income to keep yourself going. Uh, and he talks about uh, what is your what, you know, something that you can identify that's in your DNA, something that has been chosen for you uh, rather than you choosing it. Uh, so you, number one, find what it is that makes you tick. What is your what? Number two, the vehicle uh, that you want to share your gift with to the world. Uh, for us, it's obviously apps, but it could be um, any kind of technology or anything. And the third is a clear uh, a sense of what type of people that you want to serve. And he talks about serving those people. Um, so that is episode 62 with Steve Olsher, uh, a wonderful um, episode on, and certainly, you know, it makes makes it into the top uh, 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons that I've learned from the last 500 episodes. Uh, so that was Steve Olsher. So next in this series of 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons, from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast is, again, you'll have to go back to the App Guy podcast uh, archive part one and go to episode 64. And this is with uh, Gerard Sessler. Gerard Sessler. And what a great episode this was. Uh, Gerard Sessler, he is an ex-NASCAR driver, the founder of Home Task. And, uh, you know, he talked about at the age of four, telling his mum that he wanted to be a NASCAR driver. Uh, this is really fascinating because I'm sure a lot of uh, the apps to tribe listening, you listening right now, uh, you know, you did have these dreams as a kid, like Gerard. And he actually then realized his dream, even though he dreamt that at a very young age. And he reminds us of the importance uh, that uh, dreaming can be for us and i mean if you think about it how many of us dream of a big hit how many of us have come into the whole world of app entrepreneurialism and app startups and technology startups because we've dreamt of the things that we may achieve so a very inspiring episode and yeah he he talks a lot about um, spending your younger years dreaming and it's only until you get older that reality starts to kick in and you follow reality rather than the dreams that you had as a, as a kid. And he, he, he does go through kids dreaming um, and the fact that we do live in a culture that tells us it's impossible. And I love the story that uh, Gerard comes out with. He, he talks about... Uh, the fact that uh, often when we are young, we, we have a dream and it's a, um, we put a lot of those dreams and the memorabilia of those dreams into uh, a shoebox. And uh, the, that shoebox uh, then goes with us around in life, um, but it remains unfulfilled. We take the shoebox to our new homes. Um, it goes up there on the mantelpiece, he says. We sometimes open it and say, oh, maybe it's time to uh, start to realize some of those dreams. And then we close the, the shoebox and it goes back and then we just get back to reality. Uh, what he says is it's important to dream, important to invent something or important to change the world. And it is amazing. Human beings, and this is very inspirational what he says, human beings are amazing uh, in terms of what they can achieve if they put their mind to it. And you can do the same. If you put your mind to it, it is 
amazing what you can achieve. So that's Gerard Sessler, and that's certainly made it into 15 of these biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. Uh, do go back, listen to that episode. Uh, episode, um, the next one, number three. Again, these are in no particular order other than the date that they first aired. So it's not order of importance or order of uh, my favorites. It's just 15 episodes that I've picked uh, that are the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons that I've learned from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. This is episode 70, incredibly inspirational. Remember, these episodes have really kept me going, uh, meeting these people, talking to these app entrepreneurs, these uh, tech startup founders, these um, you know inspirational ind individuals. These people have really kept me going and, and kept me inspired to uh, keep delivering this content to you. So number three in 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guide podcast is uh, episode 70 with Syed Bolki. Now, Syed is truly uh, an amazing individual because he is the creator of a WP Beginner, uh, having uh, worked with the founder of WordPress, um, he is the creator of List25, co-founder of that, and at the time, uh, uh, Optin Monster. They were the three big things that he'd achieved. Now, List25 was uh, an idea that he had, and at the time that I interviewed him, he had uh, been responsible for videos that had 120 million views. Uh, and he's been featured in New York Times, Wired, Yahoo, Mashable, Business Insider, and a lot more. So he's got a fascinating story. Now, why I picked out Saeed Bolki for these um, 15 biggest uh, app entrepreneurial and life lessons is that uh, it's really his story. You know, if you often doubt what you can do in the tech space or what you can do with your own life, then you want to try putting yourself in the shoes of Syed. Now, he moved from Pakistan to the USA at a very young age. I think it was around about 11 or 12. And it was just after 9-11. So moving from Pakistan to the USA uh, right after 9-11, uh, it was a time of uh, high tension and he couldn't speak much English and he had to go to school uh, and face a lot of racism and face a lot of uh, struggle. And so what he did is he fell into the internet and uh, he would um, find that he would be playing online games and he would uh, wake up in the middle of the night and uh, then uh, take care of his virtual pets. And at this age, his good friend uh, said to him, look, why are you waking up doing this stuff like taking care of these virtual pets, why don't you trade domain names? You can make some money. So instead of uh, waking up and wasting the time, what Syed was doing is he was waking up and starting to trade domain names. Now, this is a very young age that he starts to make um, money. And uh, then he became, I mean, this is the cool story. He became one of the coolest kids. So he went from this uh, like kid that uh, suffered a lot of um, racism and uh, a, a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, disadvantage. And he uh, and in school, he became one of the coolest kids because he learned how to build a proxy which would help uh, the uh, kids in his school get around the uh, school firewall. And so he would meet up in the library and they would all then play these um, different games uh, and he would be considered the cool kid. Uh, so he went on to continue to uh, poke, prod, um, curious, do all these different like things online, just from a curious mind. Um, he first of all worked with, um, the, the big breakout was working with the founder of WordPress. And then he realized that a lot of people needed help getting their WordPress sites up. So he created a WP Beginner and that went on to huge success. Uh, and the second thing is that then he uh, was on a trip to London 
and or somewhere in the UK, uh, and he loved castles and decided to put together a list of the top 25 things to do uh, when visiting castles. And it then elaborated that to just list 25. Now, list 25 went on at the time to get 120 million views um, uh, on YouTube. And this was like several years ago. So uh, that was list 25. And then at the, um, the the final thing that he was doing at the time of recording uh, this is uh, he was doing Optin Monster and working with some of the biggest names uh, online. And so if you want to be inspired, go back and listen to Syed Bolki, episode 70. He certainly is an inspiration and, and definitely one of the biggest uh, app entrepreneurial and, and life lessons that I've learned from in terms of the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. Let's move on then to uh, four. Four, number four of the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. And this is with the guy who inspired me to start the podcast. Uh, I managed to interview uh, John Lee Dumas, a very busy man. Uh, he has a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. And it was a podcast that I was listening to whilst I was um, uh, living in Dubai on one of these um, um, mini retirements that I, I take. And uh, he... Was great to interview because, like, it's just so cool when you interview the, the the guy that has inspired you to start something, and uh, he certainly inspired me to start the podcast. Now, the the great things that come out from uh, John in in the episode, which is why it's worth listening to, is that he talks about imposter syndrome, and I wonder how many of us do sit back and think, "I'm I'm not worthy." I can't possibly do this. I'm not uh, an expert. I don't have the credibility or I don't have the... Uh, there's always an obstacle on why you can't do something, why you can't realize your dreams, why you can't uh, realize your, your passions and follow uh, something you want to do. And so we talk about uh, overcoming the imposter syndrome, but more importantly, I, I, we talk about the um, art of building an audience, and of course, in the app world, you know, we often put apps in the app store. We often uh, build uh, tech startups or whatever the technology is and, and put the stuff out there and hope the quality of the product is enough. But there's an importance about building an audience. And he, he talks about how to build credibility and authority in the space. And, and uh, you know, he does share a lot of success and a lot of failure stories in, in his podcast. And um, the importance of building an audience, let's go back to that, because that was the big theme going through the entire episode. And he said, well, you know, if you think about it, when you have an audience, rather than build an app, put it out there and realize it's going to be a flop, what you can do is you can take the audience along with you. First of all, you can ask them uh, what it is that they need, what are their big challenges, what uh, problems are they, solve, uh, are they facing with whatever the niche is. And then you can build a minimum viable product and uh, then distribute to them a solution for the challenges that they face. Uh, that solution typically is in the form of some piece of software or, or an app. And if you do it that way, then you are building something that has a ready-made audience. So a very valuable lesson to a lot of us who are uh, trying to um, carve out you know, a living uh, by doing tech startups and uh, apps. So yes, one uh, episode that goes into my top 15. Now, um, I should have mentioned that this episode, episode 110, you do need to go to the App Guide podcast archive two, archive two it's called. Uh, and that's the next 100, that's 110. Uh, so that's the App Guide podcast archive two uh, to get to episode 110, uh, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. Um, so number five in the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast is my chat with uh, Hal Elrod. Again, this will be in the, arc, the apps, sorry, the App Guy podcast archive part two, uh, Hal Elrod. And Hal Elrod um, is the author of uh, The Morning Miracle. 
and um, he uh, is also a keynote speaker. He's a number one best-selling author. Uh, he's um, one of America's top success coaches. Uh, he was the national champion sales manager. He's um, a record-breaking sales rep. He ran an ultra marathon. And the biggest um, thing that um, I learned from Hal is that uh, you know a lot of us have great ordeals to overcome with our journeys. Now, Hal had the biggest ordeal. He had two massive uh, sort of failures, in a way, hitting rock bottom. Um, his first was just truly inspirational. He overcame this. He was hit by a drunk driver and he was thrown to the side of the road, blood everywhere, and he was clinically dead for six minutes. Clinically dead for six minutes. And yet um, he was brought back to life and the doctor said he would never walk again. He, so imagine that you not only have been clinically diagnosed as dying for six minutes, but also uh, you have been told by doctors that it's impossible for you to walk again. Now, not only did he walk in the next several weeks, he started training for a marathon and has since run a marathon. So whatever obstacles you have in front of you, there's no bigger obstacle than dying, then not being uh, able to walk and then having to face that future. So he uh, went on to become a very uh, big success coach. And then he hit his second rock bottom. And he talks about his second rock bottom was actually tougher than his first, which seems quite astounding to us who haven't died uh, for six minutes. But uh, he reached um, the second rock bottom being um, the failure of his business. And uh, at the time, he wasn't really... Uh, particularly in a good place. Uh, I think it was 2008, 2009. Obviously, the US had gone through a big crash in the economy and his business failed. He couldn't pay the uh, bills anymore. And he um, went through this rock bottom and it was a, a friend or, or a mentor of his that helped him get out and it was simply through uh, exercise. And of course, if you've been following my newsletter, uh, you would have seen um, my results from my recent exercising, uh, I was, I'm working out with the personal coach, Hugh Jackman. Uh, that's made a big impact in my life. And so I know the importance of exercise. So I can really resonate with what he's talking about here in, in episode 142. Um, by the way, if you're not on my newsletter, you, you should go and uh, sign up. You can easily sign up by going to the theabguy.co, theabguy.co, and just um, look for where it says free updates or sign up, and, or there's a little picture of an email, and you can get uh, access to my newsletter. Uh, and... Um, and see the results of what I've been doing with in terms of uh, working out with Hugh Jackman's personal coach. Uh, so uh, Hal uh, did talk about in this episode that um, it's important to dedicate time to the things that successful people do, which is number one, wake up early and, and have a very important morning ritual. And number two, he talks about these life savers. And, and savers is an acronym, uh, S-A-V-E-R-S. Uh, savers standing, stands for silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribbling. Uh, those are the, the things he talks about. Um, so rather, you know, you can always go and buy the book, The Morning Miracle, or certainly he does give a lot away in episode 142. Uh, of the Outguide podcast. So let's move on then to number six in 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the Outguide podcast. Yeah. You can believe 500 episodes. Right, so uh, I want to refer back to episode 164. And this is, um, you can find this by going to the Outguide podcast archive two archive two and this is with uh, Christophe de Cousin. Christophe de Cousin. now uh, I will warn you his English is not particularly great but what we learn from Christophe in this episode again if you want inspiration here's uh, a guy working with one other individual 
in a very small startup with no money. And they were able to achieve over 1 million downloads in less than 50 days. 1 million downloads in less than 50 days. And uh, so Christoph, uh, he is the CEO of Peem, which is a mobile app that lets you share any type of file and any size uh, over the internet. Uh, it's uh, a great uh, episode to learn about uh, successful app launches. And you can certainly apply uh, his uh, success to uh, any app launches that you may have uh, going forward. Uh, so in terms of the launch, he, he actually puts it down to a little bit of luck, um, but also the features within the app were very viral. But I think the most important thing that um, we learned from his app launch. And his app launch went on to become like at least the number one um, in a lot of Middle Eastern countries. And I guess that's because of the the, uh, the need to share uh, data over a new, a new uh, app. Um, he he uh, puts a lot of uh, his success down to launching at the right time. Now, his app uh, is in a way useful for uh, previous uh, BlackBerry users. And if you remember, the BB10 came out to very bad reviews and they had promised to launch an app on the App Store and they delayed uh, by three months. Um, so he launched at the time when BlackBerry was supposed to launch their app. And many of the people then came looking for that launch and, and stumbled across his app. And so like the importance of uh, timing there in terms of uh, finding the right time and also capitalizing on uh, the failures of some of the bigger companies to commit to their launch cycle. Uh, so yeah, a lot of it, great information going through uh, with uh, Christoph de Cousa. That's episode 164. So seven, seven in this list of 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons for the last 500 episodes of the App Guide podcast is with... Um, episode 188, Paul Myers. So again, go to the App Guide podcast, uh, archive number two, and it's episode 188. And just to remind you, if you can't find that, do search Paul Kemp. Um, for some reason, if you search app, it's a little bit hard to find. But if you search Paul Kemp, you'll see all the stuff I do and you'll see the App Guide podcast archives. And that's archive two, episode 188, um, Paul Myers, it was actually one of the most interesting uh, and funny uh, episodes I've had. I really enjoyed my chat with Paul. A straight-talking Brit uh, and uh, full of just uh, genuine uh, good information. Um, so Paul is, uh, at the time, he he was a British author, a businessman. He was actually for um, a record producer uh, and the CEO and founding um pioneer of a music store called Whip It. So he's a very uh, busy entrepreneur. Um, he also managed to um, build a company called BAPS and um, build, at the time, the biggest independent podcast production company uh, called Playback Media. So a lot of different things. Um, now, what we talk about initially is his um, app building business, uh, BAPS, building apps, and the fact that um, he managed to build uh, apps, one for um, his company and one for uh, the clients. And what they did, what he did is he, uh, he actually goes through the story of acquiring a team, a team from Melbourne uh, who were at the time building Facebook apps. And he, he managed to transition over to iOS apps. And he had this team and they, they developed one app for themselves and one app for uh, the clients and it was a good way to keep the developers interested you know like these side projects um, they managed to build an app that uh, for themselves that became incredibly popular uh, it was the london tube map app and they got three million downloads uh, he talks actually quite in depth uh, one of the few episodes we talk in depth about uh, advertising on the app store and in your apps and he gives some very good examples of um why not to, when to include ads in, in your apps, uh, what sort of number of downloads uh, that you should have to include ads and the importance of then switching sometimes to interstitial ads uh, rather than straight um, banner ads. 
Uh, and um, we also then talk about his uh, project at the time, which was a dating app called Booty Shake. And that um, uh, the initial um, test phase of the launch uh, was getting 50,000 users uh, in the, the first few days. Um, so, yeah, a great episode. You'll learn a lot from Paul. And that is episode 188 of um, uh, the Archives Part 2. So we continue the journey with 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guide podcast. We're moving on to uh, the App Guide podcast Archive 3. Archive 3, where this is uh, episodes 200 through to uh, 300. And the one I want to pick out here is number eight on the list. Number eight of 15 of the biggest uh, app entrepreneurial and life lessons is an interview with Anton Lopriev. Anton Lopriev is actually the uh, founder and CEO of an app that no longer exists, but it was massive. It was called Umano. Umano. And I had several thousand uh, listens every episode that I'd put on uh, Umano. Uh, They gave me a a feature. It was a huge app and it was actually bought out by uh, Dropbox. So uh, it's interesting to go through uh, the story that Anton uh, gives us just before, uh, I guess, the timing of being bought out. So he was on the verge of a deal with uh, Dropbox. So if you want to listen to an episode where a founder has actually done something very successful, he's got a huge ambitious goal uh, that he talks about, uh, which was to become the largest audio content provider in the world. That was his aim. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful because he does talk about starting small and understanding users is the most important thing. Did you realize before he got funding, he was extremely small in that Umano only had 200 users. Now, for anyone out there who is struggling to get funding, uh, this would really inspire you because with only 200 users, Anton was able to get funding uh, and he was featured uh, by Apple. And it goes to show that, you know, it's not just the initial download numbers, it's the story, the story that you can tell to investors. And also Apple, uh, you know, do look at some of the the better apps, uh, irrespective of just pure downloads. Very inspirational story there from Anton Lopriev. He's number eight on our list of the top 15 episodes of the App Guy podcast. Uh, let's move on to number nine. Number nine, 15 of the biggest uh, app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. It is number nine. It's episode 243 with Bram Canstein. Go back to archives part three, listen to this episode and get inspired because uh, I actually chatted to Bram Uh, ahead of the curve. He was in the process of uh, building something called Startup Stash, which is highly relevant to uh, us. And it was nice to get him before it took off. And he he, uh, talked to me about uh, the the launch. And uh, I knew about this Startup Stash before it it went live. Uh, Now, when he launched on Product Hunt, he actually does go through the uh, sort of process of how it became then the number one and still is to this day as the time of recording, still the number one hit on the massive uh, site that's known as Product Hunt, still the number one uh, um, product on there, still the number one website. It's got several thousand uh, um, upvotes from the community. And in fact, what it's done is Startup Stash has gone on to uh, get loads of copycats. And in fact, um, yours truly here uh, did copycat uh, the idea. And uh, I remember working with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Chris Bishaw, to uh, start up something called iOS Stack. And we uh, created that together and launched that. Uh, and, and it got something like 20,000 views or something over a few days um, and was a really big hit on Product Hunt. So it was nice to get inspired by Bram. Um, but it's interesting to go through because Bram uh, does actually uh, do a lot of uh, good deeds. Uh, he was one of the uh, individuals, guests that um, did, did uh, hunt me 
in the past and hunt this ep- this uh, podcast show. And uh, I'm sure like many of you listening may have even come from seeing it first on Product Hunt, seeing the podcast on Product Hunt and uh, where it got several hundred upvotes. So a uh, great episode. That's episode 243 with uh, Bram Kantstein. Um, who actually later went on to go and work for Product Hunt and then uh, since quit and started um, his own stuff. Uh, So a wonderful, insightful chat with Bram. So let's move on to number 10. This is number 10 of the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. So we're getting close to uh, number 15, but this is number 10. And number 10 is uh, Adam Wolf. And I wanted to pick out this um, because I was going through a phase um, back at the time, it was a couple of years ago now, uh, where I started another podcast uh, that was uh, well received and it's called um, App Store Launch Stories. Uh, App Store Launch Stories. And um, as a result, I was really into trying to find um, creators and app entrepreneurs that could talk about uh, launches. Now, Adam was the creator uh, of apps such as Loose Leaf and Remotely. And he at the time had written an incredibly uh, insightful uh, uh, launch strategy and a guide to launching apps. And he talks a lot about it. It was actually a seven-step process on how to launch apps. And we went through every single step Um, in this episode. So well worth listening to if you are in the process of launching an app. Uh, He talks about um, some books that inspired him, such as Trust Me, I'm Lying, and a book called Traction, which is also another past episode of the App Guy podcast. Um, He talks about making sure that you define the problem and, and define the audience prior to actually building the app, which is important. And also, Um, prototyping. We talk a lot about prototyping and actually with prototyping it's important not to miss the big picture. Uh, And um, you know, are you tackling the uh, wrong problem? I mean a lot of uh, the entrepreneurs I speak to sometimes like and that's why we talk about pivoting so much on the show in that you actually are tackling the wrong problem uh, and you're not validating your idea ahead of time. So uh, great tips worth um, while listening to and going through those tips if you are in the process of having to launch an app or even um, build an app and, and you're starting from uh, scratch. So that's episode uh, that's episode 333, episode 333 uh, in Archives uh, Part 4. That's Archives Part 4. Uh, which is the episodes 301 through to 399. And then you'll find there 333 Adam Wolf. Uh, wonderful episode. Thank you, Adam, uh, for, I think, uh, you know, I do still stay in touch with many of these guests. So uh, I'm pr- pretty sure Adam will be listening. Um, so episode, um, the next one is actually the following episode. So I had a spate of wonderful episodes. This is number 11 in the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast, the countdown that we're doing. Uh, Number 11 is uh, episode 334 with my great friend, Andreas Kambanis. Uh, We had a great chat uh, where we talked about um, one of his biggest successes, um, one of the biggest successes I've been involved with, uh, which is how a 299 app, how a $2.99 app became a number two hit on the App Store. And we, Andreas talks in detail about the exact strategy, which involved a big part of it was Product Hunt, where I got involved, and Reddit as well. Instagram, he talks about um, like the success of the, just the promotion. Uh, we really do dissect a successful launch. And so if you want to see, and actually, if you look at it, um, go and pick up your iPhone now and have a look. A Fitman Cook is still in the charts. Uh, if you look under the um, uh, health and fitness or the food category, um, you'll see like a Fitman Cook still there roaming high. So it's a wonderful launch and that's why we talk about like a successful launch is very, very important uh, in the whole process. And so number 12 then, 
Moving on, number 12 in the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast is uh, episode 372, a chat with John Bradford, who is the co-founder of TechU and F6S. And also he recently departed as the MD of Techstars, which is a, uh, I guess, an accelerator or incubator that uh, helps entrepreneurs and startups. And we've had many Techstars uh, companies come on the show in the past. I think uh, actually if you search Techstars on my website, you'll see a whole series of different Techstar interviews we've done. And it was nice to have the M- the XMD so we can talk about his uh, insights and his knowledge. Very, very busy guy, but also completely uh, smart and happy to give advice. So he talks about um, giving tips to startup founders, what types of tips. Um, I mean, the whole episode is full of these wonderful quotes, very memorable uh, quotes. I'm thinking of uh, the quote that he said, which is, if you want advice, uh, no, let me get this right. If you want money, ask for advice. And if you want advice, ask for money. Uh, So, um, you know, it's interesting that this, uh, this man has like so many different quotes. Uh, I guess that's maybe um, like part of his Irish her- heritage. But uh, he talks about um, big trends in this episode as well. And it really got me involved in blockchain. Um, blockchain, which um, is obviously the technology that runs Bitcoin. And it was nice to hear from him that actually that's one of the areas he sees um, growing. Uh, and this was like... Um, you know, just under two years ago now, so uh, it's still highly relevant um, uh, and definitely worth listening to. So that is episode 372. Uh, if you go back to archives part four, um, you'll be able to hear this. Now we're going to move forward now. We're on the final three of the countdown to the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. I've chosen to, I mean, there's so many really fascinating and interesting episodes. It was hard to choose, but uh, what I wanted to do is choose episode 476. That's 476, uh, which is with Chino Lex. Now, I love my chat with Chino because uh, let me give you uh, some background to Chino. Chino is an app developer that went from a carpet cleaner to the top 1% of app developers. And he's got millions of downloads. And if you want to know how hard it is and how many challenges you have to go through to be successful, then you've got to listen to this episode with a very young Chino Lex. Uh, he is the founder of Tap Tracks, but also he's created uh, tons and tons of apps. Um, I think at the time we recorded, it was about 166 apps, of which uh, 50 were top ranking in the category. He's got over 5 million users and he's spent, guess, guess how much he's spent in marketing? Zero, zero dollars. And so it's all uh, very helpful uh, advice, that uh, Chino, but just basically an inspiring story. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking about your future, if you're um, wondering what to do after quitting um, college, uh, you, you want to listen to this because Chino, what he did, um, he, he talks about his story. I mean, he talks about how he actually connected with a very smart, uh, high-profile uh, entrepreneur in the app world uh, and gives you some advice on how to do the same. But also, uh, he talks about the very difficult decision that he had to start an app company. And, you know, he actually chose to go down this route rather than attend the very high-profile Princeton, top 13 university in America. And... You know, he ended up uh, making this decision. His first app failed. um, And he talks about the story of being in the shower and just crying um, because he thinks he's made the wrong decision. Uh, He managed to overcome that and build, you know, another 40 apps. uh, And he just kept on going and going and going. All those apps were failures until then, after his life crisis, he carried on and made a guide. It was the first guide to... Candy Crush, and it was a huge hit, hit number 200 in the charts, Uh, that was a paid app, and that then gave him the income 
that he required to carry on going. So it was a nice story to go through, uh, like how he went from this uh, carpet cleaner to then, um, you know, an app entrepreneur that with very successful hits and millions of users. Um, so that's uh, episode 476 with Chino Lex. So um, I'm going to give you now the penultimate. And again, these are no, you know, these are only in order of um, uh, when I recorded them. They're not in uh, like order of um, my favorites. I uh, just had to pull out 15 of, you know, over 500 episodes, which has been quite challenging. But here we go. 14 of the 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guide podcast is an episode that I took six hours to edit. It took a, a lot of time uh, and it's an episode uh, with Rich Pleath and it's the story of the million dollar app startup. The story of the million dollar app startup 495. That's episode 495. You'll have to just go to the App Guide podcast and it should still be uh, in the list of uh, episodes. And so, yeah, it was, um, I was really fascinated about putting this episode together. I wanted to um, go into the story and do some like editing with, um, you know, music. And, uh, and uh, I'm really proud of how it turned out. Um, but um, the actual story is of Rich, who is an ex-Google employee. And he talks about dreaming of his own startup, talks about a lot. I mean, for anyone... Um, if you listen to Rich talk, he should have been automatically successful because of all the different uh, experience he had. You know, ex Google, uh, he was involved in um, lots of different uh, successful apps. I think um, uh, he he was um, uh, like a very instrumental in bringing Chrome to the millions of uh, web browsers that we, the millions of web users that we. Um, we have he was very instrumental in that so like a very successful background um, but you know he ended up raising like at the time it was about a million dollars in funding uh, for his app idea and uh, I'm not going to give you the spoiler if you haven't listened to this episode but definitely worth going through the story um, that I tell in this episode so that is uh, episode 495 of the App Guy podcast, uh, which then brings me on to the 15th, which is 15 out of 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the App Guy podcast. It's been um, enjoyable going through and trying to pick out these. I wanted to make sure that um, for all the new users that come along and uh, find the App Guy podcast, I wanted to make sure that you had a resource that where you can actually pluck out some really good episodes because it must be daunting to be uh, seeing 500 episodes and wondering which ones to start with first. Well, I recommend that these, if any of these uh, episodes have uh, interested you, then go back and, and certainly listen and, and then you, you'll get a good taste of the entrepreneurs and uh, app people that we've had on this show um, so episode um, 514 is my final pick. It's with uh, Joe Overline, and he is uh, incredibly successful. He built an app that had over 30 million downloads and was number one in 94 countries. So um, talk about success, incredibly successful. And actually, he talks about the... Uh, he had so much press attention that he realized that the press... Uh, were creating fake stories just to uh, get headlines. Um, so quite an interesting insight into the, how the press works. Um, his app was called Ugly Meter, and uh, it has been extremely successful. It's really propelled him into app stardom. And it seemed at the time that he was getting all this attention that uh, everyone on the planet was trying to download this app. Uh, it was a number one hit, and he talks through that story. Um, but the fact it wasn't all plain sailing and it wasn't particularly uh, strategized. You know, it wasn't like this big blueprint of, right, we're going to have this successful app. It, and so what uh, I learned from the story is that, you know, sometimes it does just take a bit of luck and uh, uh, for, for you to actually get app success. 
Um, so, the, the, you know, we can do everything we possibly can. We can follow all this advice that you hear on my show and from other resources. But at the end of the day, sometimes it takes, just takes a little bit of luck and, and it's wonderful to hear uh, how this was uh, perceived and, and a big hit within the press. Uh, and he does actually talk um, quite extensively about uh, how to make your app a, a story and how to make it worthwhile for the press to write about it. And that's one of the big challenges I think we all have is that, you know, you end up writing to the press, trying to get influencers to take notice of your apps. And, you know, they're inundated. They're getting several hundred emails a day, these top journalists. And so what makes it special? Well, making it a story, making it controversial, perhaps, making it interesting. Um, ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, journalists do want to have lots of clicks and they want something that's uh, r- interesting to read and, and, then, and basically a story. And this is the, the episode where you learn how important it is to create a story. Um, so that is it. That is my final pick. Uh, 15 of the biggest app entrepreneurial and life lessons from the last 500 episodes of the app guide podcast thank you very much for listening to this um, you could really greatly greatly help me out by if you do like the shows um, you know if you have left me a review great thank you very much but please do go and leave a, a review i like five star reviews they i do read all the reviews and um, i i you know i do take great inspiration from um, the especially the five star reviews, but also if you haven't uh, gone and subscribed to some of those archives, go and leave a review for some of the archive shows as well, and that that will help me out. Um, finally, then I just wanted to take this moment to say thank you very much for uh, listening to the App Guy podcast. I'm totally grateful for your time, and it's been interesting putting this list together. Um, if you are a new loser, new a new listener, well, welcome. And there's a lot of great content. Um, this will help you become a realist, but also inspire you to carry on in the whole world of app entrepreneurialism. Uh, and, um, and do go back and listen to some of these past episodes. They're fascinating. It's, they're all these entrepreneurs that we learn from. Are, and these founders, startup founders, are all fascinating individuals. With and you know, I guarantee absolutely guarantee that you will learn something new from every single episode that you listen to. Uh, I've learned enormous amount from these people that I've um, spoken to and I hope you do too. So thank you very much for listening and all the best.